to Mike Calton Show. It's 1025 The Bone. 727-579-1025 or 800-771-1025 are the phone numbers. I want to tell you about my friends at Zero Res, especially if you're going to be having a Super Bowl party. I don't know if you guys know this, but this is the first time that the Super Bowl... <laughs> You know what I'm saying. <laughs> but if you're going to have people over your house and you want to get things nice and clean, call Zero Res today. They will come over there and get those carpets insanely clean. And not just the carpet, the area rug, tile, and grout. You know, your grout's supposed to be white in most cases. Uh, 813-535-4597. Zero Res will come in there with their uh, COVID-safe uh, equipment that they sterilize after every job with masks and boots and the whole deal. And they'll come in there and use their powered water. That is just water that they adjust the pH level on, and they will get your carpets insanely clean. And I know because they've been doing it for me for years. And they have done my tile and my grout before, in addition to my furniture and taking pet hair off and all that other stuff. And they do a great job with area rugs. Uh, have Zero Res come on out to you today. They have their uh, winter sale going on. If you use my name, you'll get 20% off carpet and tile cleaning. All you need to do is call them, 813-535-4597, or you can simply go to their website, zeroresTampabay.com. That's Z-E-R-O-R-E-Z, TampaBay.com, and you can schedule your service right there online and have Zero Res get your place ready for the Super Bowl. Although in my case, I think we're going outside. Yeah. We're going to be around the pool. That sounds really nice. Well, it does if it's beautiful out like it was yesterday or if it's 50 degrees like it is right now. Oh, it'll be beautiful. I don't know, man. I I was trying to think. I was telling my son stories about the last time. Or the first time I covered the Super Bowl, and I remember being freezing. I remember wearing sweatshirts to Radio Row. That sounds really nice too. <laughs> I'm uh, looking at the weather right now, and it won't. It won't. As far as it goes, it's a Saturday. Yes. Yeah, so what's Saturday going to be? Saturday, high of 78, low of 53, with a 35 percent chance. So it'll of be rain. nice. Yeah. 78 that weekend. That's perfect, fun. especially at night. Yeah. Um, Spanish. Yes. I noticed you were mostly absent from our text chain yesterday. Which one? Are you hunting this weekend? Oh, I was not absent. You did not get my my gifts, my my gifts that I was oh, yeah. sending to the. I don't chain? look. At, I don't look at those. By the way, when people. Oh saw them. man, I had some good ones in there. But yeah, mm. no, I'm in. I saw it's uh, uh, you and somebody else, and then me. Is uh, is Joe going? I don't know. I was asking him to go because I don't want to be in a tree stand by myself, which is what it's looking like is going to no, happen. No, but... no, you're not. No, 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 no. Okay, no, all right. No, all right. No, no, no. Come on. What am I? What kind of friend am I to stick in a tree in the woods by yourself? I know you normally wouldn't because normally I'm with Pete, and I don't know if he's going for sure. But I Pete's saw that going. you mentioned him. Yeah. So, but I figured you guys would be together. No, me, Pete, you, and uh, and Polly. Okay. And then Joe is going to be there. Uh, so I, I, you know, not jo- Joe, big Joe, not yeah, 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 Joe. yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, so I'm okay, I'm cool, excited. yeah, because I want to kill some stuff, yeah. Oh, oh, easy. I'm just <laughs> there for the camaraderie. Yeah, come on. Oh, man. yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too. Dude, I'm coming in and with drinks. beef jerky and yes. boots. I'm a, I'm coming out like a real hunter. Yeah, boots and beef jerky. That's his yep. new country album. <laughs> yep. Yep. It's gonna be great. Can't wait for uh, it. By the way, uh, on Sunday it says that there'll be a few morning showers, but then it'll have a high of 75, low of 57, uh, mostly partly cloudy through the day. So we're should in be the pool. actually the pretty heat on the pool. We're yes. gonna be in the pool. Yeah. All right. Uh, it is uh, Thursday. Oh man. I know. I'm, Butter toast. Joe, well, I was, I was wishful thinking, I think. Uh, Joe Mackey will be here. He's going to be at Side Splitters all weekend long. He'll be in the studio with us uh, in the 9 o'clock hour. Right now it is time to check in with Galvin. He has today's news. And now, 
Colvin on the Mike Calter Show. What do we have in news today, Galvin? Today's news is brought to you, my friends, by my friends at Pelt Shoes. Oh, you're having a stroke. <laughs> uh, every single week in this month, they are giving away brand new shoes. So if you need some new shoes and you want them for free, make sure you stop into Pelt's, any of the Pelt's locations. And when you stop in there to enter, you whisper my name, Galvin. Galvin, you get double entry. I like that. And then wow. you're entered in for the entire month, too. So that works out for you. I, I know it's almost the end of the month, but it's <laughs> happening. Uh, also, you can go to peltshoes.com to enter there. While you're there, look around. Got some great deals. I was looking yesterday. I got some nice stuff. I'll tell you the, the deal. They come out with a new shoe. You know, if they have the 7 and they come out with the 8, yeah. buy, buy the 7s because yeah. they're even cheaper. Pelt's got them all for you. Stop into a Pelt's location near you. Make sure you whisper my name, Galvin, and you get yourself 10% off. Pelt shoes, a perfect fit. Question. Yes. They got Crocs over there? Oh, they got Crocs. They've got Crocs. They've got uh, boots with the fur. I'm old enough now that I can wear Crocs (laughs) with socks. Sure. You wear Crocs with socks, I'm going to go, well, that guy's a chef. No, kids do that now. Did you hear what I said? (laughs) No, I thought you said that guy's... Something insulting. Yeah, but I didn't. So listen with your ears. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. What, say it again. Face. <laughs> I said, that's got, that guy's got to be a chef somewhere. My face heard you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I'm I'm thinking about doing that. The Crocs are very comfortable, but you didn't want to wear them in front of other people, but now they're cool again. Post you know, Malone made them cool. Crocs has more than just those. You like you think Crocs, you think of those with the holes in them and those right. big rubber. They, they make shoes, too. I do have some Croc shoes. Because my brother had some Crocs, like, slip-ons. That yeah, he I have goes, those. It's like walking on babies. <laughs> yep. It's unbelievable. I'm going to actually start my own shoe company and call it Baby Shoes. Yeah. Oh, that sounds yeah, great. Where they actually use soft babies. Um, okay, so I can get Crocs, and I can wear them with socks. Yeah. And at 50 years old, that's acceptable. So I'm almost there. Do it. Try it. See Good what luck. your son says. Yeah. Uh, I had, oh, let me go to line one real quick. Dave has got an interesting question. Hi, Dave. You're on the Mike Calta Show. Hello, Dave. Hi, good morning, uh, morning show. Hi, David. I had a question uh, about your giveaway, your home giveaway. Yeah. Um, I live in a, my car temporarily. Am I still eligible for the prizes? I know I can't fit the TV in here, but uh, now, I can fit in the Hooters and uh, the, uh, the voucher. Real real quick now, uh, Dave, you, you're Dave from Chicago? No, I'm in Sebring. No, but are you not from Chicago? No, sir. Oh, so you're the, you're another homeless Dave? Yes, sir. Oh, okay. Bad I, year yeah, for Dave's. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, sorry. I thought I was going to say you said temporarily, and I was like, Dave, you've been living in your car forever. I, I thought it was the other Dave. So you live in the car, and uh, can you tell me how that happened? I was arrested for marijuana, and I got evicted from my my apartment, and uh, they threw everything out, and even even my car got repoed and all that. How uh, much marijuana? I had to start over. Uh, uh, Galvin, it was uh, it was just trace trace amount in my in my pipe. Spanish is giving you the face like he does not believe you. Well, how long ago was it? Uh, This was uh, July twenty eighth, two thousand eighteen. Okay, so although the rest of the world was kind of saying it was legal, it was still illegal here. So they found trace amounts of marijuana. They evicted you from your apartment. And and what you lost everything? Yeah, but since then I've gotten my marijuana card, so I'm legal now. But the only problem is my home is my car, and I, I think I could get a DUI. So I have a problem medicating myself. 
legally, I think. I don't, I'm not sure. I have to check about that. But where do you? Where do you? Anyway, don't, I don't want any. I don't want any like exact locations. But give me an idea of where you stay. Like where do you park the car? I go to different locations. I, I have a. I have a friend that lets me park overnight because I'm on probation. I have to have a home. I have to have an actual residence address. So I park at a friend's house overnight from 10 to 6 because I have a curfew. Right. And then, then I go out about during the day, and I, you know, I'm a consumer. I, I go to, like, McDonald's, Walmart, different stores, Winn-Dixie, and I, I go in and buy soda. And I'll go out and park for a couple hours here and there to Dude, eat. Are you working? I listen, I listen to you guys. You guys are, are a great help, man. Do you work at all? Are you trying to work? What's going on there? Uh, no, I'm on disability. Gotcha. Uh, and that's not enough to go get a new apartment? Uh, no. Yeah. I'm well, waiting for this. Hopefully, uh, I don't like to be dependent on a stimulus check, but I really need it. And then I have enough for first and last again, and I'll be rolling. Jesus I'll Christ. I'll be steamrolling again. How old of a guy are you? I'm 56. You, have, you don't have any other family or anybody? Uh, no, unfortunately, my my family has all passed away. Well, that's—I got to tell you—that's awful. Well, uh, look, yes, go and go and uh, register. If you win, you could take it. Even if you didn't want it, you can go sell your TV if you want to do it. Uh, well, no, I would. Me. I would. I thought about that. If, if if you said that I could enter, I would. If I happened to want win, I would donate the TV to like a homeless shelter or something like that. Look at this guy. <clears throat> Uh, I, would you be able to put your friend's address down and maybe do that and then work out a deal with him? I don't know how good of friends you are. You don't want yeah. him snaking the TV from you. But, you know, if you talk to him and say, hey, if I put down your address, you know, maybe split the gift card with him or something. I, I mean, if I can be honest, if he was really a friend, he'd let you sleep in the house. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, that's yeah. true. At least garage. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was an offer that I, I did. I, I don't want to, I mean, I don't want to cause any risk. Overstep, like yeah. Know. I get you. Yeah. Uh, well, but, yes. Uh, yeah. That, to go ahead and enter. I'll, I'll use that address, and if if if, if 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 that'll work better, I'll I'll use that address. That'd be fine because I can get mail there if I have to. What are you really after? The Hooters card? Oh yeah, that'd be great. I, I'll get. I'll buy you a Hooters card. Uh, go ahead and register, but I'll also give you a Hooters card. Hey, that's great, Mike. I appreciate you, man. Hold hold on and give Carmen your information. I don't know how I mail it to you or however, but I'll go get you a Hooters card. You could you could. Uh... Put it somewhere for him, you know what I mean? Like, get it, and then he can go and get it. Yeah. Oh, like geocaching? You're going to have to give him the coordinates and go find it and dig a hole and dig it out of the ground? You said yeah. geocaching, and I thought you were going to give it to Geo and make Geo <laughs> give it to the Yeah. That's geodashing. Yeah, I got it. All right, Dave, hold on. I will arrange to get the uh, Hooters gift card to you. I'll go pick one up today, and we'll send it out to you. And But still go ahead and register, because ho- it would be hilarious to me if we showed up and met you in a parking lot somewhere <laughs> and was like, here's your 65-inch TV, sir. <laughs> Strap it to the hood of his yeah, car. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's on hold. He's All right. Hold. Good luck, Dave. Yeah. Jesus Christ. All right, Galvin. What do we have in news? Uh, your Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who I don't know if you heard, are the home team. Uh, they announced that they will be wearing their white jerseys and pewter pants in I the Super Bowl. It. I love it. So that. they won their past two games over the Packers and the Saints wearing that same combination. 
But because the team wore the <clears throat> red jerseys and pewter pants in Super Bowl 37 when they beat the Raiders, a lot of people thought that they were going to wear that combination. But uh, that is there on Bone TV is what they will look like. They're going to be wearing the white and Hell the pewter. Hell yeah. I'm glad they are. I like the uh, I, I like the reds too, but they wore that already So in the Super Bowl. So I like yeah. to wear the white. And I don't like, I'm one of the rare people, I don't like the white on white. No? Everybody loves that fresh, clean, white no. on white. Yeah, I, like I don't. White I like to white. mix it up a little bit. I would have preferred the red jerseys just because I've always loved the red jerseys, but I don't care. You could print wieners on the side and <laughs> red, red jerseys. As I, long as you win, I don't care what you're wearing. I wish that they had a black option. I wish they had a black jersey with red writing. Yeah. I think that would be awesome. Well, they kind of have the um, – Yeah, the, the third jersey there. The Falcons have that, though. That's right. why yeah. – I just would be – I think it would look cool with the black right. stuff. But whatever. I'm down with the white with the pewter. I think that's fresh. I think that's a good look. And that means that Kansas City is going to wearing red so you'll be able to differentiate yeah that is fresh you should take a picture of it and put it on the instagram see if people will pound it <laughs> <laughs> i wish i could pound you with uh, your crocs and your... socks <laughs> i'll pound a light uh, i hate you uh the nfl <laughs> selected three people who have served during the coronavirus pandemic as honorary captains for the super bowl along with the inaugural poet Amanda Gorman for an original poem. Are you ready for some poetry? <laughs> yeah. Wait, she's going to, what is she doing? She's, she's going to do an original poem about football, about Super Bowl. Yeah. Oh. Commissioner Roger Goodell announced Wednesday that educator Tremaine Davis, nurse manager Susie Dorner, Dorner and Marine veteran James Martin will take part in the coin toss on February 7th right here in Tampa. The trio was picked uh, for embodying the NFL's message of it takes all of us this season. Gorman, the country's first national youth poet laureate, recited the uh, the hill we climb at Biden's inauguration on January 20th. She will recite her poem about the trio's impact before the game, which will be televised and shown inside, uh, Ra- uh, will be televised and shown inside Raymond James Stadium. What's the number one, number one thing that people say when somebody does one of those long poems? Boo! <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, I, I almost tweeted it out as a joke. I almost wrote whatever, just to be very typical, I almost wrote, that didn't even rhyme. <laughs> and uh, I was afraid to do that. I can't even make a dumb joke. I yeah, can't no, even make not, a right. dumb old joke. you get canceled. No, yeah. Uh, I, first of all, let's talk about that for a second. I... That kid, anybody at that age who has that much confidence, that much command is is impressive. But, man, people are fawning over her like it was I, – I mean, I look, I, I don't know. It's I don't I don't appreciate poetry because uh, I never really understood it. I, mean, I wrote a poem about Snoopy when I was younger that I may – in my head I wrote it, but I may have stolen it from a greeting card. <laughs> right. So I don't know. And uh, what's that? You want me to recite it for you? Sure. Okay. Hold on. Would you like a little Peanuts music for it? Uh, sure. I hope it doesn't screw up my cadence. Oh, yeah. I don't know whether it would or not. <laughs> Let me just do it with that. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Snoopy is a dog – this is fourth grade, by the way. I was 10 years old. Snoopy is a dog who likes to dance. He usually puts on his disco pants, watches his feet go round and round. Moving and grooving to every sound. Thank you very much. Hell yeah. Um, again, oh, I don't know if I copied that or if I made that up, but uh, that was my Snoopy poem, and no one asked me to speak at the White House, and I delivered Aww. that. I delivered that with confidence, and it rhymed, and it gave you a visual of a dog in disco pants dancing yeah, around. I saw him. That girl yelled at me and said things that I didn't really understand what she was saying, and... Talked about struggling and... Here's the big oh problem. God, she didn't mention Snoopy at all. 
Here's the big problem. Not everything has to be involved in everything. You don't have to have poetry in football. You don't have to have humor in football. We talked about that. Let's just watch football. I don't need, uh, uh, what's his name, Rob Riggle yelling at me and trying to be funny. I'll take that poetry. Funny. I'll take that poet curl over Rob Riggle every weekend. Yeah, but I, I would much rather they go. We cancel Rob Riggle, and this girl's going to write a new poem every weekend. What are we hoping for next Super Bowl? Interpretive dance? Mm-hmm. I would be down with uh, <laughs> get the Jabberwockies out there. Come what on. will this poem sound like? Oh, who knows? I don't know. I mean, it's going to be two a- teams meet up, and the world will watch an eye of the people on the ball. I don't know, something like that. Well, it says that it's going to be a poem about the trio's impact before the game. So it's going to be about that, the the veteran and the nurse manager and the educator. Oh, Uh, teaching today's youth while putting their own lives on the line. Teachers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Finger snaps, yeah. Yep. You know, we know a famous poet, a published poet. Yep. Also, uh, uh, you said famous, that's wrong. Uh, well, published. published, published, yeah, published poet that you can get their book of poetry on Amazon. Yeah, can we read any of those? I think I have it somewhere from the eyes. We're talking about Mo, by the way, teenage yeah. girl. He, I, I think he <laughs> hates this girl. No, that that's different. The teenage girl book is from is a different. That's on his poems. Oh, that's no. he wrote a book from the from a teenage girl's I point of view. I Think it's uh, playing into the mountain or the plane. It's what it's called. The book of poetry that's about his career. Playing into the mountain. <laughs> I forget the exact I, name. I, I was cleaning my garage, and I think I found it. <laughs> I think I have it here. This plane somewhere. is going to crash. Yeah. His plane, it's called This Plane Crashed Long Time Ago. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Get out uh, of the plane. It crashed. Come and watch my football game. Everything will be the same. Sitting next to Joe was very lame. Same. See, I think it's going to be a lot of, like, uh, teachers, doctors, they are a team. Look out onto the field at these teams. We are one unity for all. Martin had a dream. Yeah. Team. Poems. Yeah. I don't. I, I don't know. But look, people love that girl. Uh, what would you like to hear? Untitled, Blue Sky Liar, <laughs> Lit, Dead from Deer, Mo? Dead Deer Along the Roadside. From these are from Mo. Yes, between the blue and the violet. I would like to hear Dead Deer on the Roadside, but I'd like Carmen to read it. <laughs> Uh, one click, shoot, enjoy shoot, a preview. Yeah. Oh, man, I got to <laughs> sign in. Yeah, come on. You got to sign in and do all kinds of stuff. I guess I can't get Can't we just call Mo and ask him to recite some? Oh. Yeah, come on. Call Carmen, you call Mo while Galvin's doing news and see if we can get him on to talk about Amanda Gorman. Because he already hates her, right? Okay. This plane is going to crash. <laughs> uh, Tom Brady will, of course, be wearing number 12 when they wear the white and pewter. Uh, for Super Bowl 55, but he was willing to change. I don't know. You guys may have heard this. Some Why? people may not have. Whenever he came to the team, oh. you know, he was number 12, and Chris Godwin was number 12. But Chris Godwin opted to wear 14 and give Tom Brady 12. Who knows what exchange happened there or whatever. But talking about uh, Godwin, Brady said, oh, he's a great player. I'm not going to take his number. You know what number I'm thinking of? I'm thinking of taking number seven. Is that available? He said. And they said, yeah, that's available. Why do you want that? And he said, because I've won seven Super Bowls. Oh, he goes, I thought that'd be kind of cool. But the whole thing, TB12, all that stuff. So he was actually supposedly uh, willing to take number seven instead of, uh, you know, making Godwin change. That's kind of like when I talk to my son and I go, no, it's cool. You want to do that? No, do that. 
<laughs> no, no, it's fine. Yeah. It's you decide. Is that what you want to do? That's fine. What do you that, think? Was there money exchange? Do you think he... No? Uh, no? no he, I think... We asked Godwin on the show. Oh, did we, we had Godwin on the show, we asked him, and he said right out of the gate, he was like, you you give Tom Brady his yeah, right of respect. Yeah, yeah. He didn't he didn't want anything for it, he didn't do anything. Uh, now, do I know if anything else was done? Because Tom Brady has a, uh, a history of being generous with his teammates, so I don't know if, was, you know, he'd find him a watch or something, but um, he didn't ask for, you know, Godwin didn't ask for anything, he said. I uh, think when I saw the story, I'm glad that he got 12 because all I could think about was Jordan 45. Yeah, you don't want that. Eventually went back to 23 and then yeah. he was better, good again. Uh, uh, Chris Godwin, by the way, scheduled to be on this show before the Super Bowl, so we could revisit that if we talk to him again. Uh, he's going to be. He's got some simultaneous uh, charity projects going on. Saturday, he's got. Uh, something going on at the uh, zoo in the mm-hmm. afternoon, and then he's going to be a part. Well, he's not going to be there, but his foundation is going to be a part of David Ortiz's party uh, that is happening at Top Golf, uh, the celebrity shootout, which you can attend if you'd like to buy tickets for that. All that information is at theboneonline.com. Uh, I will be out there for that. Oh, you know what that music means, don't you? I don't. The Bones Poet Laureate is on the phone. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, live. From, I mean, he was second chosen for the inauguration. Yeah. Uh, but he couldn't quite get up there. Ladies and gentlemen, a cat named Mo, poet laureate of the bone, joins us now live. Now, I understand you don't like that girl, uh, Amanda Gorman. Uh, Gio was slightly mistaken. It's not that I don't like her and I commend uh, everything that she's done. I'm not a fan of spoken word poetry. It's a form of poetry that I'm just not a fan of. Well, you, it's a difference if you write it down or if you speak it. It's still garbage. What? <laughs> oh, that's one interpretation, Mike. Sure. Uh, I'm more tr- a traditional, a fan of traditional poetry that doesn't require a certain cadence to get the message across. No, don't, don't say that I misinterpreted. You said, and I quote via text, that bitch is a hack. <laughs> <laughs> I never said bitch. I never said bitch. Uh-huh. Okay, so... When's the last time you wrote a poem? Oh, probably for a week and a half ago. I have a Instagram poetry site called uh, uh, "This Plane Is Going to Crash." On uh, oh oh, plane crash poet on Instagram. That's, you can pull it up. Yeah, without a, buying the book. That's appropriate for your whole career, I think. Plane <laughs> crash. <laughs> now you're using metaphors. That's close to poetry. All right, so, and you wrote one like a week and a half. Like, do you just feel so inspired? Like, Shakespeare wrote some some good uh, plays and some good stories, but he didn't write it to be tricky. That's just the way they spoke back then. So are you, are you writing it in your words, or are you writing it in Poet Mo? Uh, my words, it's just the, it's not using different words or words that are no longer used. It's just uh, poems are arranging words in a way that says something beyond the obvious. All right, I think Gio has. I think yes. Gio has one here. I have one right here. This is the the recent, the most recent post on the Instagram. It says, "Always happy, stay the f away from me. You're ridiculous. Another year, it's the truth. The same thing. Leave me alone. You can't have it back. It's dumb. Have fun in your wedded bliss. Ha ha. I hate you." Uh, the title of that poem is uh, John Brennan. 
Wow. It's not. It's absolute brutality. <laughs> now, and what, I have no idea what that means. What does that mean? Uh, Bukowski is, Charles Bukowski is my favorite poet, and he was famous for writing very raw lines that individually were taken from things said to him, but collectively he would put together and form a poem. That's a poem of individual lines. So you yeah. play, he plagiarized somebody and you plagiarized him? No, no, no. Uh, all the words in the form are mine, but I, I did write that in the style of Bukowski, which is why it's called Mike, Bukowski. Mike, wow. you'll like this. Uh, the picture that Mo uses on his Plane Crash Poet is a picture of his uh, shirt unbuttoned with a little Ooh. bit of his oh. hair cascading oh, over yeah. wow. his yeah. chest tattoo. I'm going like to write a poem to Mo's body right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Perfect in form, studded and rough, tall and broad. How can you be attached to such a moron? <laughs> <laughs> I work on the ending, but other than that, you have good form. There you go. You're like a... And, and the poem. You're a poor man's Lenny Kravitz is what your body is. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take that. Yeah. I was going to say, the poem that Gio chose was probably not the best to be oh, All right, well, which one would you recommend? Yeah, what's number which one? Which one would you recommend? Geo can't uh, recognize good poetry. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. true. Uh, he cannot. Probably I would recommend um, the proximity of the sun Ooh, in relation that. to, it's probably four backwards. Yeah, that's probably my well, favorite one. All right, let's uh, hear that one. Forward is backwards. I don't have that one, but I have uh, another one here. Okay. This one's uh, called... Here we go. Here we go. This one's called... Espresso. Ooh. Oh, I love espresso. Is this about Soul Brother Kevin? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> You're bored. Fix your toilet, dummy. It's hard to hear your bitching when it's constantly running. Wow. I think anybody there can understand that. <laughs> I mean. Stop it with the sarcastic stuff. Suck it, Gorman. I, you, she's got nothing. Yeah, you got nothing yeah. on it. What's up, hat? Well, listen to me. If they would have been like, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome from Tampa, Florida, Maurice Jovan, and he would have been out there and he'd been like, your toilet running, oh. <laughs> shut your toilet off. Everybody would have been like, oh, that guy was wonderful. He was By the way, so I, expressive. I think that actually improves it if you do, if you read it like Red Fox. It mm -hmm. actually makes it better. Yeah. Look at here. Fix <laughs> yeah. your toilet, dummy. Gio, <laughs> you did the cadence wrong. You got to read it like, it's hard to hear your bitching when it's oh. constantly... Running, yeah. I'm not a poet, so it's like I'm, I don't believe you, Gio. I, I, can't bet, I bet there's a poet inside you, Gio. I know there is. I wrote a poem about my butt. You want to hear it? Oh, of course. This is why nobody appreciates poetry. Yeah, because it's yeah. awful. You're it's why, awful. You're yeah. why nobody appreciates poetry because you're just writing random words down. I work hard to keep you clean, but yet you still itch, sweat. And shards of toilet paper. Oh, shards? <laughs> that is not the right paper. word to describe. Is, is that a hemorrhoid? <laughs> or do I have butt cancer? Tux. Thank you very much. Yeah. Thank you. I'll be here all week. Oh. Mo, I would love to have you go to the, you know the Renaissance Festival where they have that guy that people <laughs> throw tomatoes at? I would love oh, to just yeah, get a yeah. stage, let you, yeah. let you do poetry, and people just throw tomatoes at you. <laughs> It's really not that kind of poetry, but... <laughs> now, now, one thing rhymed in any of your poems. Uh, absolutely.
absolutely I have arms in there. Now. Again, Gio is picking some of the most uh, obtuse oh. poetry. Hey, hey Mo, are you feeling inspired right now? Like, could you give us like just like a oh, little something yeah. off the cuff, yeah. you know, like a little yeah. improv poetry? If each of you give me a word, I can put it into the form of a poem. It's five of you, right? Give me five words, and I'll write your poem right will now. You, will you rhyme one? Will you rhyme it? You can't just you. I could do what you're going to do. You're yeah. just going to be like, um, all right, give, give everybody give them words. Spanish, give them words. Stink. Rape. Mountain. What, what was, okay. I, what's the first? I heard stink. rape. Stink. Stink, yeah. Stink. stink. Rape. Mountain. Hemorrhoid. Hemorrhoid. Jungle. Jungle. Stink, <laughs> rape, mountain, hemorrhoid, jungle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. I would probably call the poem hemorrhoidal. And I would. Uh, this might be my, this might be my new favorite segment ever for anything we've ever done. Jungle. All right. The stink of rape is that it presents a mountain within a jungle that burns more than hemorrhoid. I've read I've read better fortune cookies than that. You're the worst. Yeah. Your poets are are frauds. Your poem just raped my mountain. Yeah. You give me five words, I could do the same goddamn thing. Yeah, same thing. But you're saying that, but if you listen to what I said, I there did. was actually context and there was no. actually some just, poignancy no. to the poem. No. The stink of rape? <laughs> you just put the and and in between the words that we gave yeah, you. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't do anything. Yeah. You changed, and you changed two words Why around. did you guys call me? Let's do it again. Let's I thought do it, it was again. great, Mo. Let's do it again. Different words. Let's try it one more time. Okay. Maybe, maybe another example. Another example. All right, come All right. on. Okay, you ready? Yes. Fumigation. Fumigation. Defibrillator. Defibrillator. <laughs> Cockroach. Douche. Cock. Whoa. Whoa. They just showed a... It's like you're a, cocking a gun. Yeah. Well, they just showed... No, no, they yeah. showed like a rooster on TV, but uh, you could use it whatever way you okay. want to do it. So, de- uh, defibrillation, fumigation... Cock is in gun or rooster. That what you you repeating the words is going to be better than whatever your dumb <laughs> yeah. poem is going to be. <laughs> Douche and roach. You guys are killing me here. It, you, okay. do, just saying, like defibrillation, fumigation, cock and the roach, and the roach is the cock. Yeah. Boom. That's done right there. That Boom. That's beautiful. your. That's better than your poem. <laughs> you haven't even heard my poem. All right. Go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Thank you. <sighs> The fumigation of a cockroach requires no defibrillation in order to be douchery. This poem would be great is at the end you crash your car to really show it. To really make a statement about what you're trying to say in the poem at the end, just hard left. He's a published author and poet. I mean, come on. You gotta give it ridiculous. And filmmaker. I am I am creating words poems while driving through my day job and ridiculous ridiculous.
ridiculous words at that. By the way, that is the most poignant thing you said. You have a day job. Yeah. Stop the poetry. I have a poem. I have a poem. Oh, here we go. Going to my daily grind. I am famous in my mind. Poems, movies, radio shows. Why I have to do this, no one knows. Thank you. Mike finds bad. my body hard. No, oh. stop. Oh. Um, yeah. Listen to me. Hey, now. What time is your, what time is your shift start? 8 o'clock? Uh, at 8 o'clock. Yeah, I'm pulling into the parking garage now. All right, Mo. Listen to me. You want to be famous? Stop a stop a bomb from going through the metal detector. Yeah, that's gonna be your best way to be famous. Uh, throw my body on a suitcase. Is that what you say? Just, hey, give just, us the riding. Listen to me. You're you're a black guy, so you can get away with more. Anytime you see a Middle Eastern guy, give him a little extra rough up. You, if a white oh. guy tried to do that, they'd be a problem. But you, being a black dude with dreads, they'll they'll be like, well, he, he's not even racist. He didn't know. Uh, you can do. You know. You know how it works. I know. You're right, Mo. I gotta tell you, they. Um, I I went through uh, security when I was going to. I don't know where I was going, like Tennessee or something. And uh, no, it wasn't Tennessee because I didn't. I, well, I went anyway. I went through security, and I had a non-lethal thing that was that had like a Leatherman or something in my bag. Right. And they were gonna take it from me, but then somebody recognized me as one of your coworkers, and they let me go. <laughs> Probably shouldn't do that. But well, no, because it was not a. It was not a. Uh, it was nothing. It was like one of those things where, like, maybe we should take it. We're not really sure, but because I knew you, they were like, "Ah, oh, we we know who you are. You're good. Oh yeah, we know Mo. yeah. We we have certain discretion, certain discretion on certain items, so mm-hmm. that that was certainly within the law. I was actually going. I was traveling, and I had your uh, comedy CD, and they took it from me, and they said this thing is filled with bombs. We can't let you go through. Uh, on that note. <laughs> All right, Mo, enjoy your day for I little pay. <laughs> You're probably I gay. Gonna, I was just gonna <laughs> probably gay. I was just gonna say follow me on Plane Crash Poet on Never. Instagram. No way. No, not after that <laughs> terrible I'm showing of si- poetry. I'm signing up today. These are very violent. <laughs> Thank you, Mike. Thank, Thank you, Mo. Mo. Have a good day. There you go. uh, I by the way, I love Mo. I do. He's just an awful at everything. everything. Yeah. I'm scrolling through. These are very violent. Some, I think he's crying out for help. He's letting you know that he's about to explode. This one says, I want you to throw a rock at my face. Done. So I have a reason to throw you to the floor and jump on you. Oh. And just when you think I won't do more, I pull your head up and I kiss you. So you understand. What? (laughs) Velocity. When it aches. To reach a certain place. Is everybody else aroused? I hate it. Aroused. Wow. No. <laughs> I hate it. Beautiful. Ugh. Mo, ladies and gentlemen. Mm. Uh, according to the National Chicken Council, <laughs> even with fewer Super Bowl parties this year, Americans are still projected to eat a record number of chicken wings during the Super Bowl. Approximately how much? What do you think? I know. I wouldn't even chicken know. Wings. Just a wild guess. Two, two dozen? <laughs> two dozen. <laughs> Americans are going to eat how many chicken wings? A million chicken wings. Million chicken wings. No way. I'm going to go. I'll go 50 million. 50 million. Chicken oh my wings. God. Yeah. Geo. 
Geo's in for 10. Uh, Carmen, what do you think? Ooh, we're fat, fat fatties. I'm going to go 100 million. Yeah, 1.42 billion. Oh, my God. Wings. Yeah, that's up 2% from last year. Yeah, but do they know I'm on a diet this year? Because <laughs> well, it's going to significantly change things. You may want to let them know. The uh, survey also found that wings are the most popular Super Bowl food in uh, 49 out of 50 states. Who's the holdout? Son of a bitch, Maine. Oh, Guess what on. they're eating up there? Lobster. lobster. You better believe yeah. it. What? Yeah. That Super Bowl lobster. Hey. Yeah, Buffalo lobster. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Hawaii likes the wings, too, huh? Yeah. Oh, they do. They put a little pineapple on them. Watch out. (laughs) An employee at Kroger Grocery Store in Georgia stole almost a million dollars in the span of just two weeks by processing a bunch of fake returns. He used the money to buy all sorts of stuff, including cars and drugs and all kind of different things. Almost almost a million dollars in just two weeks. Uh, Here is the uh, police officer talking about what the guy did with the money. Investigators believe as of right now that Mr. Brown used the money that he stole to buy cars, clothing, shoes, and guns. The amount of money that Mr. Brown took was just excessive in this particular case and obviously drew a large amount of attention to himself almost immediately. So it wasn't the the crime of the century by any means as far as being able to get away with it. Do you know how many cans of green beans you have to return to get (laughs) $980,000? Let me Uh, tell you, what do I always say? Don't be greedy. You had a good thing going. Do it and get out and don't do it again because you're going to get caught. I knew... I knew somebody. I did that. I'm not gonna lie. I, the statute of limitations is probably out. I uh, I never stole anything, but I would process returns, and that. But uh, so what would happen is I'd process a return. And it would generate a check, and then you'd have to mail that check to a third party, and that party would take the check, cash, and split. That the party money was with Pete. <laughs> no, it was before I knew Pete. Uh, but uh, that party was DJ. And uh, then DJ would get the money, and he would never give me my half. I'm like, you son of a bitch. Like, I need it. I gotta buy something for my oh, prom. And who I'm are like, you gonna You're tell? Yeah. yeah, no, but I mean, like, you know, I. Uh, anyway, this is a long, long time ago. But then I knew somebody who worked in a nightclub, and was doing that uh, at the nightclub. They were returning. They were. Uh, they were returning things and crediting their own credit card. So they would pro- so nobody was really returning anything because they were just selling alcohol. But they would do like a five hundred dollar return on their credit card, so it would eat away at their whatever they spent money on on the credit card. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, like a so, chargeback thing. Right, right. Which you probably would get away with if you did it once or twice, and you know, and you just let it go. But when you get greedy and you start doing it every week, that's when somebody's going to catch you. Yeah. Uh, best accidental crime, not accidental, purpose crime. That fell into my lap. Back in when I was like 19 years old, I was in Burdines. Do you know what Burdines is? It was yeah. a big department store that was yeah. here at the University Square Mall. And I was with my girlfriend at the time, and she was shopping for, uh, she just got a new apartment. She was shopping for stuff for her bathroom. And as I was walking, I stumbled upon two Burdines bags on the floor. So I looked around, and I picked them up, and I looked to see if somebody dropped them, and they were filled. Somebody was easily redecorating their bedroom and bathroom, and it was all stuff that for the bedroom and bathroom, like bedding and toilet seat cover and a shower curtain and all that, and they must have dropped it, and then nobody came back to get it. So now I have their bags, and I'm walking around with their bags. So what did I do? Walked out? No, I returned it all. Oh, oh nice. better. yeah, yeah, yeah. Said so we went. We decided to go a different way. I'm going to return these. Oh, nice. They were like, "Do you have the receipt?" I don't know. I 
paid cash. I don't know. I just, I mean, I, I would never do that now. But now looking back on it, but that was it. And then I didn't go hang around the Burnines and try to find people's right. bakery. You do it once and you get out. Uh, so Southwest Airlines was rated the best airline in the U.S. By last who? year. Uh, followed by Delta, American, and United were the worst. I bring this up because... Who rated them the best? Greyhound bus? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, a woman on a Southwest flight refused to leave her seat after the plane landed. I don't know why. This story doesn't really make a lot of sense. But there was also a lady who needed to get past her because she had to go to the bathroom. Uh, and when the flight attendant tried to reason with the woman, this is what happened. Uh, started from the beginning here. There's video up on Bone TV. Take a look at this. Here we go. Trying to be nice. Ma'am, I'm right here. Are you going to get off the aircraft or are you going to sit there and scream? I'm just asking. Because it's, it's going to be your turn. I got so the key. To go I got to, to get off of here. Ma'am, I'm trying to... I'm watching you attack her. You go out of here. Excuse me, I work here, ma'am. Well, I need to... Get off the aircraft, please. The plane landed... She wouldn't get off the plane. She's holding everybody else up. The lady is like, I got to pee. So when the lady goes to go past her, she screams like she's being murdered. What is happening? I don't know. That's just I couldn't good. see the video. Did she try to block her? Or she just Yeah, screamed? she like put her arm up like the lady was running into her. You know what I mean? Which she wasn't. The lady was totally going down the aisle, and she put her arm in front of her to try and block her oh. so that it looked like she was being attacked or something. And that's what the flight attendant said. She goes, I'm watching you attack her. Oh. Like, what are you screaming for, you lunatic i have i have two methods of thinking that i would really do i would just get up and ignore this woman completely and walk past her or i would look at the flight attendant give her a wink wait for the return wink and then i would put that woman in a chokehold and drag her off the plane once i get permission from the people on the plane then i'm good like if there was a guy yelling at the flight attendant i would just stare and then I'd look at the flight attendant, and I'd wait until she gave me the nod, and then I'd put him in a chokehold. Right. She would give you the uh, the uh, Mr. Miyagi shake the head, and yes, uh, yeah. now is the yeah. crane kick. Yeah. By the way, uh, can you see the video at all or no? Yes, yes. Uh, Joe, if you can pause it on there, right there. The uh, flight attendant, tremendous boobies. Yeah, really? Yeah. 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 That should hinder her from having that job. They're, they must do you know how many boobs rub against my shoulders when I sit in the aisle on a plane? <laughs> oh, yeah. It's the best. Yeah, but you know how many wieners also do the same uh. thing? <laughs> You know, it's hard being uh, this tall when you, you should know this, Galvin. Whenever I get a haircut uh, and a guy's cutting my hair, yeah. I'm always getting mushroom poked in my shoulder. Oh, oh. yeah. Tell me about it. Have well, just, all the time. I slink down in the chair. Well, you want it on your head? No. So that <laughs> it hits the chair and not me. Oh, okay. oh, oh my bad. Yeah. My bad. So I can. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> doctors in Japan say a man's accidental ingestion of a toothpick left him dealing with pain in his back and legs for months. And it was all caused by the toothpick getting stuck in his rectum. Uh, damn near damn killed, near killed him. him. <laughs> ah, yeah. Uh, once the toothpick was removed, the guy's troubles all went away. He was totally fine. Oh. But, like, think about that. Your back and legs and, oh, my God. And oh. they're like, yeah, you got a toothpick in your butt. Oh, God, dude. Wow. You got it out. You're fine now. You're yeah. right. what, if he, what if he farted and shot it out and hit oh. his butt? Oh, uh. 
Right in the eye. Mm-hmm. Uh, Carmen? Yes? Valentine's Day is coming up. Oh, you got a boyfriend. You got a boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> nah, 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 nah. Maybe, I'll, maybe I'll email this to Chad. I was going to say maybe I'd bring it in for you. I'd get it for you. Okay. Kraft just revealed that they've made a special Valentine's Day mac and cheese. What? It is pink. It's pink-colored mac and cheese. The cheese packet has a candy flavor mixed in. That's what it looks like up on Bone TV. The only way to get it, though, is through a giveaway on their site. They'll be giving out 1,000 boxes, which will be delivered on February 14th. So if you want some pink mac and cheese, uh, I know. I was about to say, you know what I want? Regular mac and cheese. Yeah. That sounds... What are you uh, getting chat for Valentine's Day? We already talked about this. We uh, did. I don't pay attention. I know. Uh, no, probably just going to take him golfing. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah we did. Someplace. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what should, about, you should do dirty stuff out on the Yeah, golf what about dirty stuff? Like, what do you have planned for that? I mean... The back nine. Yeah. <laughs> you, you guys <laughs> realize... Give you the back nine. <laughs> <laughs> he's going he's to get a hole-in-one on that day. No. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> no. You should show him your bogey. <laughs> <laughs> Show them your divots. All right, so what, yeah, I don't know. Do you have something sexy planned? I'm yeah, gonna... she's gonna let him in his in her sand trap. <laughs> uh, yeah, if you don't want to have sex with him, I don't know. His balls are gonna go in the water. Uh, I'm just gonna say, you're gonna wash his balls. Uh, are you gonna kiss his balls for good luck? <laughs> always do. Yeah. Uh, you guys think you'll be together by Valentine's Day? <laughs> oh, my, oh my God. God. What? I didn't, I didn't feel it on uh, the other day when you guys were here. <laughs> Why? I didn't feel it from him. Yeah. I he wasn't it. very, uh, he wasn't very, like, uh, boyfriendy with you. Yeah. I don't know. Do you agree? Disagree? I disagree, but. Oh, okay, good. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, I, I did see him roll his eyes a couple times <laughs> when you were talking. <laughs> you mean his with the his back of the, the yep? Okay. Whoa! <laughs> I, I was smelling toast. I was yeah, smelling toast I was too. behind him, and they rolled all the way in oh, the back okay. of his head. That's how I saw him. That's how you saw him. <laughs> yeah. I got gotcha. you. Uh, hey guys, don't be scared. It's a Mike Kelter show. Death pool update. Cloris Leachman died of natural causes. She was 94 years old. Cloris... Uh, I thought 96. 94? 94. Okay. Uh, she won an Oscar for the 1971 drama The Last Picture Show. Her other credits, tons of stuff, but some of the standouts. Mary Tyler Moore's show. She was in Young Frankenstein. Factual life. Uh, and if you remember, she was in Dancing with the Stars in 2008 when she was 82 years old. But uh, Cloris Leachman has died, which means congratulations to one super agent, Tony Burton, who is now on the board and in second place. Wow. Yeah, because of uh, Cloris Leachman, her age, he gets six points. Former guest of the show, that's 25. Original pick, that's 25. Academy Award winner, that's 25 with a total of 81 points. Ah. So the current standings, Mike Kelt is still in first place with 102 points. Tony with 81 points is in second. Pap Pap in third with 79 points. Geo in fourth with 63. I am in fifth with uh, 44 points. And Carmen in Spanish, not on the board. This is January, and we still have more days to go in January. Yeah. We're already at this uh, Unbelievable. Number.
All I could think was that I had her on my list and I didn't get her, but I would have got two in one week. Oh, if, if I'd gotten to pick her before. Right. We now me. I know she was on the show, but I don't really remember the interview. I remember it a little bit. I remember because uh, she was funny. Yeah, she was good, and she was also in uh, uh, Beer Fest. Remember, she was the yeah, uh, the grandmother. Grandmother, yeah, yeah with the kielbasa. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. She's been in a ton of different things, but uh, yeah, so Tony is on the board and firmly ah. in second place now. Also, Tony should get points for picking a woman that he looks like he's going to look like when he's old. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh my God. That is not. Joe's showing a picture of her on Bone TV, and that looks like old transgender Tony. Okay. Oh, look at her warming up the sausage. Yeah, you got to warm it up. Uh, Ricky Lake, you know her. Ricky Lake, oh, uh, last man. year. I haven't heard that name in a long time. Yeah, last year she shaved her head and revealed that she had been going bald for decades. And while it finally freed her of the shame that she says she was feeling, she ended up finding a Scandinavian clinic that has been able to reverse the effects that she was having that was making her go bald. She should have called Dr. Meg. Yeah, yeah. She says it feels like a miracle. There is a uh, picture of Ricky with her head shaved there, and I guess what she's looking like now. She just looks the same forever, man. Where did Ricky Lake come from? I don't know. Did she ever do stand up? No, she was a Broadway actress, wasn't she? Didn't she do hairspray? Could could be. I think. I don't remember. And then had the talk show and then But how play- did she get the talk show is what I want to know. Yeah, I don't know whether they were just like, Hey, she seems like somebody She wasn't hairspray. It was Nin- hairspray, 1988, right? Nineteen eighty eight, yeah. And then they thought, Okay, we should give her a talk show? I guess. I don't know. I don't remember. I used to see her in the city all And then time. she played uh, Doug Heffernan's sister on uh, King of Queens. That's right. I forgot she was about a gym, that. She was the gym teacher. So, or, yeah, gym teacher. When she got the talk show, she was only 24, and she was the the youngest syndicated talk show. And it was not a bad talk show because it aimed at that younger group, so it did a lot. But, it, but I don't know. Sometimes you got to kind of know who those people are. And then Tempest Bloodsoe had a uh, talk show. Remember she that? did. Yeah. I don't remember. You don't remember that? No. Yeah, she had a talk show that was uh, around the same time, Ricky Lake, I believe, whenever they were just, like, giving everybody, let's see if they could do a talk show. You know, one of those kind of things. I, didn't we have her on the show and we kept making Medicine Man call her Rudy? Uh, no, that was Raven. Oh, Ra- I, I think, <laughs> Raven. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you're right, right. No, he kept going, now, when you played Rudy, <laughs> she's like, I, I wasn't Rudy, and then he kept calling her Rudy. Uh, what is today? Mark the date. Today is January 28th, 2021. It is the day that Foo Fighters became uncool. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, so they had that uh, song, Shame, or whatever, the, one of the singles. Although the last single they put out sounded pretty cool. But Dave Grohl's 14-year-old daughter, Violet, is on the new Foo Fighters album. Ugh. Well, what does she do, though? Oh, she sings. In the background? I hope. I hope. Do you have it? No. Oh. Yeah, but, uh, ugh. What if she plays a ukulele and sings about Trump? Yeah, that'd be ugh. really cool. Well, look, if she's on it and you didn't know it and you just thought it was a backup singer, then it's cool. If she's uh, got her own thing in the beginning of a song where she's like, this is a Foo Fighter song that my daddy wrote, then you're like, oh, really? I don't know. I don't. Mm-hmm. Know. It's kind of like when Slash said uh, when the keyboards came in. That's when he knew it was over for Guns and Roses. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I got a little bit of this. The great Edward Van Halen. Did you see for his birthday? It was uh, his 66th birthday the other day. 
they painted a giant mural on the Sunset Strip in honor what of what would have been his 66th birthday. There it is up on Bone TV. Up on the uh, Guitar Center building. Is that where they put it? Yeah. It makes sense. Yeah, pretty cool, though. Looks good, whoever did it. It does look good, right? Yeah. It's got did the VH, VH logo behind it. Did you see Wolfgang's post? Yeah, yelling at the guy who said it doesn't look like him. <laughs> yeah. He's like, you can say a lot of things about it. You can say you don't like it, but to say it doesn't look like him is ridiculous. It's uh, He just fights with people. The only thing I saw is the guy made the nose a little bit too big with the way the shadowing is, and I think that's what draws it. See, if you look at it right there, he looks like a witch a little bit. Yeah. You well, know what I mean? Is is Wolfgang any different than Dave Roll's daughter as far as, you know, the, a band jumping the shark? I tell you, no. Wolfgang is a really incredible musician. Yeah, that's. that's I, I would prefer that with Michael Anthony, if they would have done the original lineup, if they would have had Michael Anthony in there, they should have done that. But Wolfgang is a great uh, musician, and it's kind of cool because it was Van Halen on drums, Van Halen on guitar, Van Halen on bass. You know, if they would have had one more cousin or somebody that could have sing, I mean, I would assume if Dave Grohl is your dad, you're probably a good musician as well maybe maybe yeah. i don't know he brought her out on stage one time before and i was like oh, Jesus oh yeah Christ. never mind <laughs> i said please don't do that in tampa <laughs> don't do that in tampa uh and finally in news i have some new music Dude, for you guys about time man. i know it's, it's been, been a little while, while right yeah. so this is new music and i'll give you a little a uh, couple little hints for this this is a band that's been around been around for a long time all right and they're a great band rock and roll hall of fame okay uh, and this is a new single that they have coming out. They say they have an album done, but the coronavirus kind of put it off and stuff. Uh, so they signed okay. a deal. They'll be releasing okay. it. This is a new single. And if you know the band, you hear it right away. So take a listen to this. When you know it, yell it out. Here we go. New music, Mike Kelter Show. Guesses? I oh, I know yeah. that voice. You should. It's not Vince Neil, is it? Nope. Oh, is that Dave Grohl's daughter? <laughs> no. Uh, Spanish. He sat about fifteen feet from you, right here in studio with all what? of us. Oh, I know. Oh, it's uh, David Stern. No. New cheap track. Shut up. That's Hell new cheap yeah. track. Shut up. Good stuff, right? That's great. Yeah. Now I want to hear it knowing it's him. All right, yeah. Once you know it's him, you're like, oh, yeah, that's totally yeah. Robin Tanner. All right, Tander. play it again. Now yeah. I got to hear it again. That is called Light Up the Fire. It is a single off their new album that will be coming out. They signed a deal with BMG 
That uh, sounds good. It's sung well. Right. It's modern. Yeah. That's yeah. a great. That's good I love for this them. riff. Yeah, that's great. Uh, and that is uh, the original lineup. Mine is Bunny Carlos. It is actually Dax, who is uh, Rick Nielsen's son on drums. Oh wow! Yeah, uh, and that's why I got Bunny in the uh, Death Pool. Yeah, he's not uh, doing the stuff with them anymore. There's really? a little bit of a falling out there, but also he had health problems and that stuff. But yeah, good new stuff from Cheap Trick. I'm excited about that. That was great. I'll tell yeah, you, Cheap Trick great. has actually put out quite a few uh, of their last albums. Were really good stuff. You know, you just don't hear it because it's not. Yeah. Where are you playing that on the radio? Yeah, you, you know, know what I mean. Yeah. Stupid radio. Stupid radio. <laughs> That is it for news. All right. Well, I, I got to tell you, Calvin, we got to start playing that for Jordan music and stuff because that's a really good song. Absolutely. All right. Uh, we got to take a break. In the uh, 9 o'clock hour, we are going to be joined by a comedian. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus. You can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.